your motivation is an internal job. Get clear about what it is you want in your life. And as you find that clarity, and as you start saying no to the things that are distracting to that, that don't align with it, you will find yourself far more motivated internally. If you're interested in how highly successful investors overcome limitations and become unstoppable forces of success, you're in the right place. The Conscious Investor Podcast features weekly conversations with real estate investing experts and delivers a Monday mindset episode to help launch your week with intention. If you believe success is for everyone willing to think, then do, these conversations will be your weekly rocket fuel. Hey, Conscious Investor, welcome back. Do you know how grateful I am for you? I just want to start there. I know that I'm going to share with you 10 things that I learned from 75 Hard. Just before recording this episode, I was recording something for the investment branch of our company. And, and it was very formal and it had to be more poised and put together. And that's necessary to do that at times in our life. But when I stepped into recording this episode for you, it was like going to grab a cup of coffee or a glass of wine or beer or something with a good friend. It was like, oh, <sighs> It's okay. It's all good. So anyhow, I just want to thank you. Even if you feel like you're just a listener, you're not just a listener. You help create this ecosystem, the conscious investor ecosystem. And it's cool because you send me messages. Some of you even text me, which is super fun. And so I just want to say thank you. You're awesome. And I'm not going to share a review with you right now because I'm going to share it in the next mindset episode. And I want you to like, definitely there's a whole story behind this review and the person who wrote it. And I actually got to meet the person face to face. So it was just this really crazy, awesome experience, but it's a longer story. I started to record and I'm like, oh, that's a really long story. So I'm going to save that to help you level up because how I meet people and that whole experience, I think is really magical. It's not just unique to me, but sometimes I find that people they might feel uncomfortable or they might not trust themselves or they doubt. And so I'm going to share that in another mindset episode so that in 2023, everyone you meet is going to be probably the most extraordinary person you've ever met in your life. But today we're just going to put the cherry on top with the whole 75 hard world. And I wanted to share 10 things that I learned from the 75 hard challenge. So are you ready for them? I'm going to go backwards because I guess no, actually I'm going to say the number 10 is going to be like the most spectacular one. We're going to do it the opposite way. So the first thing that I learned was that I can push through so much more than I realized. Have you ever had that experience where you start to get a little bit of a sniffle and you've been on your workout routine for a while and then you start to get like, maybe I might feel like in two weeks from now, I might get sick. (laughs) Some of us make excuses like that. So I actually got really sick at the beginning of 75 hard. So it's kind of good because I was still at that like full throttle focus, focus, focus point. And it was interesting because I got sick and I'm like, what else am I going to do? I just have to get my workouts in. And so it was really interesting to see that I can push through. And so now, unfortunately, next time I get a sniffle, which I had much more than just a sniffle, I was full on sick and everything did not work out with a fever. Just I was responsible. I didn't work out with a fever around people, but I did go for a walk. So I was able to push through and that surprised me. And that translates into other parts of our life. We can push through so much more discomfort than we give ourselves credit for. So if you are facing discomfort, 
I don't want to say suck it up buttercup. I don't want to say that, but I want to say, are you really pushing as hard as you can? Now, considering I quit 75 hard, I have a reason, like that asterisk I put in there, I have a reason. But I mean, like we really need to push ourselves a little bit harder usually, and we have more to give. And sometimes if we get in the habit, we can get a little soft. Remember, I said at the very beginning of 75 hard, I'm like feeling a little bit soft. And this was an area I was a little bit soft. So I can push through hard things. Second thing I learned was I can work out in the worst weather possible. If you were following on social media, you saw, I mean, epic snowfall. We had an early snow season begin here in North Idaho and I had no other option and I was out and it's all of like 10 degrees outside, but well, you're just going to be out there working out. And conscious investor, you've been listening for a while. You know how quickly I become hypothermic. So I was really nervous about taking that challenge on in the winter, particularly because I was thinking I could actually get hypothermic. How am I going to navigate this? On the flip side, I was also thinking, I wonder if this is going to help me kind of work past some of my icy cold situations. And sure enough, I actually am looking forward. I am going for a walk this afternoon when I'm done recording because I want to be outside. And so working with the 75 hard challenge actually is reshaped, redefined my relationship with the elements of weather. So I can do hot. Heat does not bother me. That's fine. I can do heat all day long, but it's the cold. And so I'm really grateful to be out, like to have been out there in the cold weather. I had a reason and that reason has led me to a new understanding. Now for you, conscious investor, what does this mean? Maybe there's something that you have had fierce aversion to. You're like, I don't want to do this. This is going to be miserable. It might even be a food. Like I am never going to eat that food. Maybe it's just time to try and maybe try a few times just to give it a full college try and everything. And so we can try new things and we can learn new things and we can discover that one, we can push through things and we can adapt. Pretty cool to know that we can adapt. All right. Number three, I can learn about nutrition. Really looking back on it, mm, our nutrition was really, really in the tank. It was just totally tanked out. But because I was willing to learn about nutrition, which if you recall, is tracking with macros, which I'm still doing, and it's still influencing my life. And bonus, when we choose to do something in our lives, it usually affects the people immediately around us. That could be our colleagues. That could be our family. It might be our friends. So we have this ripple effect. And so it's been really good because even my kids are aware more aware of what they're eating, why are they are eating it, what kind of nutrients are coming from that. Apparently today's I'm going to trip over my words kind of day. Number four, I can refresh old workouts. All right. Now, conscious investor, you might be like me where you've been working out for years and you've been doing, just bear with me, I've been doing the same workout for like two and a half years. I think it's been two and a half years I was doing the exact same weight routine, the exact same sets and reps, changing the weight. I have gone up and I have gone down at times. The nuances. By nature of doing the 75 hard challenge and working out all the time, it actually encouraged me to switch things up. I mean, if we're going to be working out all the time, we want to make sure we're working out different muscle groups. And so I actually have like 
all these other exercises that I have now fallen in love with. And through this process, I actually came up with my own core workout that is absolutely revolutionary for my body. My core was kind of in this whole, yeah, we've been doing this workout for a while. And so it's been really cool to see that. Now, what does this mean for you? I mean, hey, Julie, that's great. You got a new workout. But really the point is, is that sometimes we do things the same way every single time. But think about this. When's the last time you changed your hairstyle? This is funny, but I found a picture of me from high school. And guess what? I have the same color hair. My part is to the same side. My hair is approximately the same length. It's still like longish hair. So we fall into these little ruts along the way in life. Now I have chopped my hair off and colored it all sorts of things. And it's really good. Find things that you can experiment with. Okay. So it's like in your mind, you can do this right now as you're driving, take a moment and just think of the first thing that comes to mind of, I haven't changed this in how many years? I mean, it could even be something in your car that it's a habit. And like, this is where my coffee cup goes every single time. Some things kind of have to be where they are, but you get the idea. So go through your life, find different areas of your life. If it's not your workout life, maybe there's another way I can drive to work. Maybe I can brush my teeth with my left hand instead of my right hand. Maybe you've heard me talk in the past about parting my hair in a different direction. I do do things just to encourage what I call micro discomfort or micro change. So look for that opportunity because it will potentially unearth this whole other world into your life. All right, number five. This is an important one. Are you ready for it? Motivation is an internal job. Some of y'all are looking to the world to be your motivating factor. You're looking to social media. How many likes did I get? How many comments did I get? Or you're looking to your boss to kind of be the drill sergeant and guide and direct your life. But motivation has to start from within. Yesterday, I recorded on a podcast. And in that podcast episode, the host asked me, he said, hey, how do you wake up motivated every day? And it's interesting, nobody's ever asked me that. But that question led me to realization is how deeply internal motivation is. I'm so freaking excited about everything I get to do in my life. Okay, to be honest, I'm not always excited about dealing with attitudes from teenagers, but that's full disclosure. But I'm so excited about what I'm doing with Three Keys Investments. I'm so excited about watching my investors grow their investment portfolios. I'm so excited about watching my coaching clients. They're just flourishing and collapsing timelines and changing the world. And it's awesome. And so when I'm seeing that in my life, it's exciting. It's exciting to know that I am helping other people reach their goals and to reach deeper into their potential, both financially in their investments and as personal freedom as well, right? We want financial freedom and personal freedom, not one, it's not an either or. And guess what? If you have financial freedom, that doesn't mean that you have personal freedom. They're not always linked together. And a lot of people find themselves very wealthy, but they find themselves still personally snared and entrapped. So that's why I love what I do. How exciting is that? I get to help people navigate both ends of this spectrum. So your motivation is an internal job. Get clear about what it is you want in your life. And as you find that clarity, and as you start saying no to the things that are distracting to that, that don't align with it, you will find yourself far more motivated internally. 
Now, with that said, I'll segue directly into number six of things that I learned. That is that outside support is also an invaluable asset. So your motivation is internal. But what I learned was that the outside support, it's an asset. It's something that's coming in and pouring into your life. And it's really just a huge blessing. As I shared the 75 hard journey on the social channels. And oh my gosh, you guys were absolutely amazing. When I sent out the newsletter that said, I quit 75 hard, I'm going to get teary-eyed because the emails that flooded my inbox just overwhelmed me. It was so exciting. And that was encouragement and support that I didn't ask for. I was following my compass, my internal compass, and I was internally motivated. And then I got this influx of support. But I also had so much support as I was just sharing the good times, the consistent daily workout type stuff. And so that's really fun. And that is just, as I always say, wind in the sails. So motivation is an internal job. Outside support, that is an invaluable asset. Number seven, this might be the coolest thing that happened with the 75 hard challenge. My son started working out with me. Now, conscious investor, you know that my husband tore his bicep off his bone and had surgery. And this all coincided with when I started 75 hard. And so while I lost my husband as my workout buddy, I gained my son as a workout buddy. And so for six solid weeks, it was just my son and I, Monday through Friday, I did not make him go on the weekends, but it was my son and I going to the gym, working out together. And it was special and precious. Now it's more of us. And soon it's going to be everyone in the dog going to work out in the morning. But all that to say, that's really precious. And when we choose to go down a path, when we choose to take on a challenge of any kind, we don't have to do it alone. Motivation comes from its internal motivation, right? But we can invite others along the journey so that they can gain, or maybe they just can be our companion as we journey through something. Number eight. Now, some of you aren't going to like number eight. Just hang with me on number eight, okay? My dog and I, we are now friends. That's a big deal. (laughs) We adopted our dog. My daughter was two and our dog was about two years old as well. He's a yellow lab. He is all lab. He is the happiest lab that you can ever possibly imagine. But he is also, since we moved out to the country, he has also been a very mischievous lab. And I've spoken about him in some past episodes, but good golly, he started to cause some friction with our neighbors and people are the priority in my life. And and he was getting into their trash and wreaking havoc. And he is going down into the slough and the pasture down the way. And he'd come back just with this tar all on his belly and we'd have to hose him down. He got into an extremely mischievous phase of life, maybe like a teenager. (laughs) And so he was more of a headache for a while. But by nature of 75 hard, I was taking him with me on afternoon walks. And we'd go for a two-mile walk, maybe, actually, it's like almost three miles, that we'd walk every afternoon. And now... He actually hangs out with me. He can be off leash. He'll come back to me and he's just actually a cool dog now. (laughs) So what does that mean for you? Well, I had put that relationship. I was like, that relationship is full stop. And guess what? I gave it an opportunity and a new relationship was forged. So 
maybe there's someone in your life that you have a full stop or a relationship right now. And maybe you can open up the door a little bit, a crack, open the window a crack. You might be surprised. People grow and change. Because if my dog can grow and change during the time where I was like, oh, get away, I'm frustrated with you, then I'm sure people can too. So don't quit on people, give people an opportunity. Number nine, Zoom calls can become phone calls. I just have to give a high five to a few of you that are listening because you were on my calendar and we were scheduled for a Zoom call. And there's one person in particular, I literally sent her a message and we hadn't met yet or anything. She wanted to learn about investing with three keys. And so I sent her a message, hey, we're scheduled for a Zoom call. Would you mind if we move this to a phone call so that I can get this outside workout in? That felt really gutsy to me. It felt really uncomfortable, which is also probably why I leaned into it a little bit. Cause I'm like, well, if this is feeling uncomfortable, I should probably explore that option a little bit more. And her response was, yeah, that's awesome. Wow. We're really outdoorsy people too. So excited for you. And so as I was walking, she and I were talking and we were discussing life and investing. And it's so exciting because if you know, if you come in on a very first, I know conscious investor, you know, but there might be a new listener who doesn't yet know that when you take that first phone call with me as an investor, I really want to get to know you so that I can understand who you are. And I want to understand what your goals are. Okay. And so we were doing that as I was walking. Now I feel so much freer. I don't feel like everything has to be trapped to Zoom calls. And oftentimes taking those phone calls on walks, it just creates a new energy and invites new opportunity into those conversations. So you might have a lot of screen time ahead of your day. You might start reaching out and just saying, Hey, can we just do a phone call on this? People will absolutely surprise you. I know they did. I was absolutely surprised. All right. That was number nine. Number 10. This is a big thing. This is really big for me to say because it's just a big thing. And this is going to probably feel like a big thing to some of you too. I'm going to read it exactly how I wrote it. So I don't lose anything on it. I can do anything because I am enough. If you saw the social post or if you got the newsletter, which is the newsletter, you guys were the first people to hear about quitting 75 hard. Then people caught it on social and then it came onto the podcast. All that to say, you already know that was a huge portion of all of this. I am enough. I have nothing to prove. There's so much more that I learned from the challenge. So much more I learned about being present. But I would say these are the top 10 things that I haven't shared anywhere else that I learned through that challenge. I'm so glad that I started that challenge and I'm so glad that I quit that challenge. And it's been interesting to see some of the feedback on social platforms. It's interesting because I feel completely confident and I'm grateful that I allowed myself to start something and allowed myself to end something and learn a whole bunch along the way. I'd love to know, what are you learning? What is life teaching you right now? You don't have to be in a 75 hard challenge to be learning something new. And you don't even have to be in the middle of a challenge to be learning something new either. We can actually still learn things in the sweet times of life. So if you're in one of those precious times in life where you just feel like you're the in-between, right? Because life is cyclical. And so we get into those sweet spots where it's like, oh, This is one of those times where everything is just like smooth sailing, easy peasy. If you're in one of those times, be fully present. 
write down some of the things that you're now more alert and aware of that are blessing you in your life. Not just investor, you are a gift and I am grateful for you. I would love it if you would send me a message or if you haven't left a rating and review an honest one for the show, please make sure you do that. Let me know what you are learning in life and guess what? Help support the whole conscious investor community in and of itself. Wait a second. Have you joined the private Conscious Investor Facebook community? It is really cool because we're putting in a lot of information that is exclusive just to that group. So make sure that you go request. And yeah, you do have to fill out like three questions, but those are questions just because my coaching partner, Faisal and I, we want to support you. We want to provide content that is going to enhance your life, your vision, your efforts. All right, you know it. Adventure belongs on the trail not in your investing. So remember, don't have all the money in the world and be relationally bankrupt. Get them together so that you are whole and complete. Reach out to me. I'm here for you. And next week, I'm going to share with you the story of a friend I made all because she reached out to me. Really cool story because it turns into like other friendships as well, all at the same time. It's so wild. So make sure that you tune in for the next mindset episode. It'll be just me. And I'm going to share a really cool story about how I met review number 14. All right, conscious investor, you are awesome. Until next time, live big, love bigger and do great things. A lot of people missed out on my recent offering because they simply weren't on my investor list. Being on my newsletter list won't provide you with access to the deals I have. This is because 506B regulations require you and I actually discuss your investment goals before I can show you the deals I have. If you're on the fence about investing in apartments, schedule a call today at threekeysinvestments.com. If you think you're new, so you don't want to be on an investor list, you're missing out on opportunities to refine your ability to review offerings because you simply will never see them. So head over to Three Keys Investments and schedule a call.